Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is, call him. Make him yours. You can do it. All you have to do is pick up the phone like I did 27 years ago. I've never gone to another dentist since. 317-849-2933. The Purdue Boilermakers yesterday. What the hell? What happened? Purdue against Miami in the opening kind of salvo of the Big Ten ACC Challenge looked like it was going to rep the conference exceptionally well. They led 15-1 to early. They led 32-14 at the half, 44-29 with less than 10 minutes left, and they wound up losing 58-54. Miami hit 1-3 in 17 attempts. One out of 17. And what the hell happens? Purdue, they find a way to lose. That's not good. you you got to be able to score points, and Purdue was really unable to do that yesterday. If Stefanovic hadn't hit in threes, you got a real problem if you're the Boilermakers trying to put the ball in the bucket. So it is what it is, and it wasn't pleasant to watch. And if you're a Purdue fan, you did not have any fun yesterday whatsoever. Purdue, like I said, losing by four at Miami. Indiana plays tonight in the ACC or the Big Ten ACC Challenge. We'll see what happens. Uh, the Hoosiers going up against a really big, long Florida State team that's going to be exceptionally well coached, as are all teams uh, led by Leonard Hamilton, one of the really, really good dudes and good coaches in college basketball. And watch him on the sidelines. Guy's 71 years old. He looks like he's about 47. What the hell is going on with Leonard Hamilton? Uh, at any rate, Florida State presents a hell of a challenge. They're ranked, they're big, they're tall. They lost some experience last year to the NBA, some firepower to the NBA. But still, the Seminoles are going to be a tough out for the Hoosiers. Al Durham, slow to respond to treatment for that ankle sprain. Joey Brunk, that back issue is becoming kind of a long-term deal. So the two seniors for the Hoosiers... Likely on the shelf tonight, although Al Durham's a game-time decision. We'll see what happens, man. What does Indiana have to do to get seniors on the damn basketball court, for God's sake? Last year was Devontae Green and Deron Davis. Neither guy started, for God's sake. Get some seniors. Archie, develop guys. Have fourth-year guys out there. It's how you win. Let's go. Uh, that game at 7.15 tonight, not at 9.30. It was originally scheduled at 9.30. Now it's at 7.15. And, and so that means, you know what? A normal night. I do not like 9.30 games like Bob Knight. Right? Bob Knight hated those things. He always said that it was predatory against his players. But then Bob Knight, if he lost one of those 9 o'clock games, brought the guys back to Assembly Hall and they practiced at 3 in the morning. So how predatory is that? I think it was just inconvenient for Bob Knight. He didn't like the idea of it, but in practice, you know what? It, it was kind of like, hey, if anybody is going to treat my players like crap, it's going to be me. Not the NCAA and not the Big Ten and not ESPN. Um, MJ Walker, really good for Florida State. We'll see what happens. Let's talk about Indiana football because Indiana football had to pause activities yesterday. Purdue canceled practice yesterday. Uh, Indiana has some COVID questions. Purdue had some COVID testing that they had to conduct yesterday. We'll see what happens this week. It'd be awful for the Hoosiers to have to not play this week, although it would not hurt them in terms of the Big Ten championship game. The Big Ten ADs are going to meet today, 
and discuss what they're going to do about the Big Ten championship game. What will they do? Because they want Ohio State to play, right? They want Ohio State to play as many games as possible. So here's one possibility that was advanced by somebody who knows stuff within that tight community. That Ohio State not being able to play Michigan, if, if Indiana, uh, if, if Purdue can't play this weekend, sync up Indiana and Ohio State for a second time so Ohio State gets the game they need to be able to advance to the college football playoff and be a legit nominee and play that sixth game and the seventh game at Lucas Oil Stadium next weekend in the, college, or the Big Ten Championship. How unfair would that be to Indiana? for God's sake, to have to play Ohio State again, in all likelihood, take a loss, because let's face it, you know what, in in that battle of quarterbacks, uh, Jack Tuttle does not come out on top for the Hoosiers, nothing against Jack Tuttle, loved him, loved the touch on the touchdown passes last weekend against Wisconsin, I thought he was fine, I'm okay with Jack Tuttle, but Jack Tuttle, he, he, he ain't what Ohio State's got. So uh, if Indiana picked up that second loss, that would likely take them out of consideration for a Fiesta Bowl or one of those New Year's Day, the big six. I don't know. I'm still so, like, dizzy over Indiana winning all the games that they have and being 6-1 and and beating Wisconsin in Madison. I, I don't understand what's happening. I'm completely confused, befuddled, wonderfully so, happily so with what uh, Indiana's done this football season, but I, I just can't compute uh, that a second, a, a second game against Ohio State would somehow screw them out of a New Year's Day fall. <laughs> we've never been there, have we? You know, we've never been good enough to get screwed by the Big Ten. We've always known that it's kind of the Big Two and the Little 12. Now it's the Big One and the Little 13 as Michigan cancels its game against Ohio State now they're gonna if they get together and they decide to pull strings all over the place to keep Indiana out of Indianapolis, I, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I, my brain may explode. It, it, this has been the weirdest fall of sports ever, hasn't it? Um, you know that solution just doesn't work for me. Anyway, a couple other things. Victor Oladipo spoke to the media yesterday, as did Nate Bjorkman. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, it seemed like, and Victor's really easy to read. If Victor's brain someplace else, you see it in his eyes and you hear it in his speech, right? But yesterday, he was really engaged in talking to the media, and I dug it. And, and, you know, everything's new, everything's fresh. I think the guys are enjoying it. Nate Bjorkren is undefeated as a head coach for the Pacers, so nobody doubts that the guy can coach. We haven't seen a reason to believe he can't coach yet, and neither of the Pacers. Uh, they've got their opener of the preseason coming up in three days in Cleveland. We'll see what this Pacers team is going to be. I, I think it's going to be fascinating, but I really take to heart the positivity expressed yesterday by Oladipo. And not just positivity in, in what he said, but how he said it, I think is important. Uh, DeForest Buckner, same thing for the Colts. We talked to uh, Matt Eberflus and DeForest Buckner yesterday, among other guys. And what a wonderful dude DeForest Buckner is. Love talking to DeForest Buckner. He reminds me so much of DeMarco Farr. I I just cannot believe that I'm not talking to DeMarco Farr 
when we're talking to DeForest Buckner. I worked with DeMarco in St. Louis for a couple of years, and uh, what, a, what an awesome dude. And, and any time I spent real time with DeMarco, I thought, how much fun would it have been to have this guy as a teammate? And I think the same thing about DeForest Buckner. Uh, Buckner, a definitive force for good, both attitudinally and on the field. And, and this Sunday, uh, as, as the Colts take on the Raiders in Vegas, I think DeForest Buckner is one of the reasons that the Colts are going to win that game. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Tino O'Neill celebrating a birthday. The great Jennifer Johnson celebrating a birthday. My son Ryan, his lovely bride Carissa, celebrating their anniversary. Fantastic day three years ago when they got married. Uh, Jason Gindling, happy birthday. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you know what? I don't know whether that's true. I, I think it's going to be different. I, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. And there's no doubt that having guys to throw to and, and guys to protect you like Ohio State does puts a quarterback in a position to succeed. There's no question about that. But still, you know what? Jack Tut, where's the Indiana guy? who's been a success at quarterback. It's not that Ohio State's quarterback is going to be an outstanding NFL, a, a Pro Bowl guy. It's that in the comparison of quarterbacks, Jack Tuttle comes out on the wanting end. That's kind of the deal. Um, like I said, Jason Gindling, Shane Dodge, happy birthday. The great Adam Shapiro, happy birthday. Bruce Gilbert, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Bruce. Uh, Parrish Cooper, Bubba Baker, Kevin Taylor, and Robert Davis. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Inside Indiana Sports Now, we're going to take a break with the Pacers. They've got the day off. We're going to talk about the Colts. We're going to talk about the Hoosiers, too. We'll see what that group of ADs do to screw the Hoosiers. Not going to be happy about it.